queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Lordy, 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 lordy. Hope everyone's enjoyed their weekend. And with sun, uh, this being Sunday, Super Bowl's in a few hours. I know this is getting released Tuesday, but hope everyone just enjoys Super Bowl Sunday. We got not one, but two shows to predict today. But, but first, oh, it always seems we need to get our juices flowing with a little bitch fest, getting gripes out of the way and shit like that. And of course, on this show, the fa- favorite thing we love to gripe about is AEW because sometimes they really just can't get shit right. Well, see, technically, it's not AEW's fault. It's Tony Khan. So let's let's specify. We want to bitch about Tony Khan and not know how in the book because he's more of a fan than he is a booker. And he is a complete moron. And he would rather talk about WWE and their bullshit and not deal with the shit that he's got in front of him and not even still apologize to Big Swole, you fucking asshole. Yeah, and it's like... It's like you said it yourself. He's more of a fan than like a booker, a, a true booker and a manager and everything, because it's like th- this week and everything. Okay. One of the things I was going to bring up and everything this week, he says um, he's got all these contracts coming up for uh, doing everything that he's not going to be able to resign it about everybody. But the problem is it's like you keep uh, you're the fan and you keep signing like all these great people, like uh, like the ex mainly ex WWE people, Adam Cole, uh Andrade Miro and the smartest thing you did was smartest thing he's done so far is uh sign Keith Lee I will get I will touch on that in a bit but I'm gonna get but but of course it's like with all this and everything some of the people that help establish AEW Joey Janela Sonny Kiss um Big Swole um and people that have helped that helped through uh, the pandemic and everything, Hikarushida and everything, they're getting pushed to the side. And so it's just like, Kayla, it's just a big, big plop of nonsense. It really is. Like, um, I mean, if you can't keep everybody, why do you keep bringing people in? And I mean, don't get me wrong. I know it's great to see some of them, you know, because I've noticed... I have noticed this, I guess, because I think what a lot of wrestlers, especially from WWE, likes to go to AEW is because they only got that one show and then their pay-per-views. Because even Rampage is recorded in the same night. Right. So, um, I mean, I can understand the schedule is not as Washington Monday, Tuesday, you go to Arizona Wednesday you're in Florida Thursday you're back in Texas you know something it's not you're constantly you know but 
don't make don't make a comment that you can't sign you know renew everybody's contract when you keep bringing in new people okay um if you can't renew everybody's contract get rid of the people that don't need to be on that roster and for starters I will say one, Sammy Guevara. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of it. I probably will never be a fan of his. Um, I don't care if he sends me a thousand autographs like my friend tried that one time at that signing. It's not going to work. I'm sorry. As a fan of AEW, I'm not going to sit here and bash Tony Khan, but, you know, there is just a lot of stuff that I know you will, Jester. I see that smirk on your face. <laughs> but, no, um, it's just, he's making a lot of boo-boos and he's making a lot, he's speaking before he really thinks and it's going to get him in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And, and it, it's just, he just needs to watch, he needs to watch what he says because he may trigger the wrong person one time and you may not have anybody on that roster. That's, that's true and everything because it's like, he said those comments this week and everything, but yet other than Keith Lee, um, he signed this the chick a- AQA after her match against uh, Jay Cargill and everything. And then last night he signed a 16 year old with, I saw that cause Darby had gave him the contract. So where are you going to fit a 16 year old in? I mean, technically they already have negative zero signed to a contract. So, but he has his mother's permission and it's Brody Lee's son. That's something exactly. different. Exactly. But apparently like the 16 year old is like a, a prodigy and stuff like that and everything. So it's just, it, it just baffles me. Uh, unless, unless he, they're thinking about maybe they signed him in. Maybe he really, you know, does want to be a professional wrestler and that might be his way of getting himself into the nightmare factory, which I can understand that um, for him. But, to actually but that does in. not make sense because if he's that good, the nightmare factory should want him regardless whether he has a contract or not. That's and the thing. True. And, true, true. and let's let's bring up, you know, some Britt Baker said that said that they're not making any women stars. Bullshit. Cora Jade, suck a dick, Britt Baker. You're a fucking cunt. I'm so sick of Britt Baker. Oh, I know, I know. I, I it's like like she's like I'm, WWE NXT cannot make stars. Even Kyle O'Reilly said that shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Braun Breaker, yeah, it's a stupid ass fucking name, is a fucking beast, and I'm Fucking powerhouse, Carmelo Hayes. Fucking powerhouse. You, you don't don't give me this. Oh, they can't make stars. Sit the fuck down. Just because you're old and fucking bitter, sit your little bitch ass down. Go to AEW, wrestle your career out, and shut the fuck up. Stop bringing up WWE. Worry about your own product and shut the fuck up. That is it. That is all Tony Khan and any wrestler that signs with AEW needs to fucking do. I am so sick of it. It stokes the fires of the internet toxicity wrestling community. And it causes, quite frankly, me fucking heartburn because I'm so sick of all the infighting and nobody can actually enjoy anything because if you like WWE, you're stupid. If you like AEW, you're stupid. If you like New Japan, you're, well, you're actually smart Um, because New Japan is fucking awesome. I just don't have the time to watch it. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, props to people that get up early in the fucking morning and watch that shit. I do not have the props for that. And, you know, yes, one of the good things that AEW does allow is allow that their, their contracted talent 
can go do other things. Mm-hmm. Now, they're only signing temporary contracts for a match here and a match there. My question is, he says he wants to go after Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross just signed a contract with MLW. Not technically. It's just saying he returned, not necessarily debuted. He's returning back to Major League. It may not actually be a contract. I thought I read somewhere that he signed a contract. So, But that's the thing. Like, you know, people want all these people signed with, with AEW. Here's my thing. And I'm sorry for mm-hmm. cutting you off. AEW... You know, it's like, oh, they're they're feuding with the the Briscoe brothers. Nobody fucking should want to feud with the Briscoe brothers. Nobody should want ROH's Briscoe brothers anywhere near their company because they're problematic. That is number one. You have to be careful of the problematic superstars that are quote unquote free agents. Mm-hmm. And when you sign said problematic ones, like Darby Allen, like Sammy Guevara, you know, it's gonna backlash. And you're going to get people that like them, but I've seen a lot more people saying, get Darby Allen off my screen because there's some shit that's been said. And, you know, they're, they're protecting their golden skateboarder. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. But, but then you got guys like Sonny Kiss. I, actually, I do not know, and I apologize if Sonny ever hears this. I heard that you, you said that your pronouns are she, they. I don't know if they were he, they. I'm not sure. I apologize. But Sonny Kiss, they have amazing amount of talent, but they have been regulated to YouTube and maybe Rampage once or twice. If that, you know, but they've been there since day one. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong, I love Malachi Black and I love the story, but, you know, they're bringing in Brody King and that's just pushing somebody out. They could have Honestly, and don't get me wrong, Brody King is fucking phenomenal. I'm glad he has a home. I'm glad he's working with his brother, blood brother, Malachi Black. Um, But it's like you have the Dark Order just sitting there doing absolutely nothing. Yet you have Malachi Black and Brody King feuding with Pac. Of all people, Pac. Mm -hmm. And you've got the Dark Order sitting right there doing what? What what is Not a goddamn thing. Not a goddamn thing. And I'm not even a fucking fan of AEW because, again, like, I don't like a lot of their bullshit. I don't like a lot of the stuff that happens. But, you know, Mushida, how are you not going to try to figure a way to get her back here? What she wrote for this Japanese magazine and everything is heartbreaking. The woman is 10 times the wrestler than some of your men. And a hundred times than your champion for the women's division. I mean, no offense, a fucking sloth would be a better wrestler than Brett Baker. I just mean, you're letting people go that were day ones. The only female acquisition, major, major house acquisition, was Mercedes Martinez. Yet you got Mia Yim just sitting there? Oh, okay. In regards to Mia, she said that she's not on, she's She's she started taking bookings in for March because of the wedding this month, and they're also moving. So she wanted to kind of focus and just do streaming and everything. So she's not taking bookings until March. Okay, but still, that that's something they could be teasing. Fair enough. Or I don't know. There's like how many females do they? They just it's frustrating. 
And it's like they brought in Ruby Soho and everything, but she's uh, she's made it. She's had like two championship opportunities and everything, and she's lost both of them. And so, and one of them was one of them was the Brit. And it's like Ruby is like ten times better than Brit. Ruby is better than Jade. I do not understand the fascination with Jade Cargill. I don't. I really, really don't. Hell, AEW had the chance to sign Zelina Vega. I wonder what happened with that. I forgot. WWE went back to her. They worked things out. And then, unfortunately, Tommy got let go. And But they, they're making it work. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, and now you've got Jay White from New Japan showing up. And that was the quote-unquote forbidden door. Shut yeah, the he, fuck up, Yeah, Tony. To- Tony admitted he fucked up on the on the prom- promo for that. And I was like, you idiot. <laughs> he didn't fuck up. He fixed his fuck up by saying it was a fuck up. <laughs> but am I happy for Keith? Yes. However, and I'm going to stress this, however, they don't treat big men properly in AEW. Look who's next for the title. Adam Cole. I know. I know. Adam Cole is next for that title. I call shenanigans, but because I think, you know, Wardlow, Hobbs, Cage. If Miro was healthy, Miro, Andrade, for fuck's sake, Malachi Black. But nope, here comes the best friend and the boyfriend of Britt Baker and the best friend to the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega to plant his ass firmly ahead of everybody else now don't get me wrong i love adam cole love chugs i love him i just don't think it's right yeah man all right well let me all right well let me ask you this and everything uh i i thought about this i i I think i tweeted this out and everything uh don't you wish that uh, someone could come in and play a lawyer for Wardlow to find out a way to get him out of his contract with MJF? He's smart enough. Um, he can do it on his own, but um, I would... It's just the fact of when and where he's going to snap. I just know he's going to snap. I'm surprised he didn't do it the other day with that bullshit beginning of the show. It's like, oh my god. I, or I unless... Unless, um, unless he's, I would really like to see, um, well, obviously we know that Punk has Darby and Sting in his corner, but I did see this match on a, some of the match online where he teamed up with Mox. So I'm sure Mox would be on his side, but I kind of just like a little switcheroo you know, MJF just be like, hey, I got FTR, I got Sean Spears, I got Wardlow and Wardlow, eh, nope, I'm a punk. Swerve! <laughs> exactly. Swerve! I just, <laughs> but because it's just here lately, it's just some of the stuff, because I mean, I will say this, someone, I was talking to somebody at work about this, and we had some downs, actually it was yesterday, because we had nothing coming down the line for cabinets yesterday, but he said, I am not a fan of MJF. I can't stand the dude. And I said, I can't either. He says, but if you have to admit, he is probably 
one of the greatest heels right now that you that makes you hate him or whatever. And I said, yeah, he does. I definitely do not particularly care for him. I wouldn't say hate, but I, uh, you know, I hate to but, admit, but he's right. I know. I give him. He, you know, he's a heel, and I admit he's actually doing his job. And, you know, like I said, Miz always says, you either love him or hate him. If you don't, then they're not doing their job. So, um, but I was just, just for the hell of it, you know, just do a little swerve because, because MJF can get a little cocky. And if he keeps thinking, you know, that he's got the whole pinnacle um, against his back, you know, that's fine dandy, but Wardlow can only take so much. I'm sorry. Anybody out there can only take so much that you're eventually going to snap. <laughs> so, I mean, like you said, I'm surprised he hasn't done it yet. Right. Um, but is, is it going to happen the round two with him and Punk? No. Um, but I want something exciting to win because I think, you know, just for MJF to shut his mouth up, Punk's got to win against him. I know, right? Has to end that streak. Take the ring and bash it into his head or something. Make Make MJF get his pain back that he gives everybody else in that dang ring. <laughs> I mean, for real. And uh, I do have to, um, the 12-pack scarves, I love that. I still laugh about that when he says, oh, yeah, you can find it on eBay or something for, like, get a 12-pack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the way he described it, he made it sound like he had a handmade. So Yeah, Kmart shit. <laughs> Oh man! All right. So one thing, one more thing about AEW, I want to bring up and everything. Just kind of uh, wrap this whole shit up. Okay. So, Kayla, your thoughts about Keith Lee? I'm happy for him. Um, like I said before, um, if obviously him and Mia, which congratulations, Keith and Mia, um, on your wedding. Absolutely beautiful by the pictures and videos we've seen. And put a smile on your face in your picture with Sheldon Benjamin. That was kind of funny. Like, uh, that's like, she- that, that's like the, the that's like brother sister relationship type thing. Yeah. And everything. It's like it, they're horrible, but it's, it's wonderful. But um, anyway, I think you know with them being married, obviously they're probably going to start a family. You know, they're moving, and um, with AEW not doing as much traveling, I do know they're fixing to pick up the West Coast and start going towards like California and stuff that way. But um, I'm just, if it's is what he's, you know, start his family and stuff, it'd be a perfect fit for him. Um, like Kat said, Tony, use him well because he's one hell of a, you know, wrestler. He, de- he deserves the best. Not necessarily push him up to the AEW title, world title just yet. Build, have him build up like you did in NXT. Um, get him the NXT not the NXT title, Lord. Um, <laughs> TNT, TNT title, and work his way up. Heck, give him one hell of a tag team partner. Anybody on there, I'm pretty sure would love the team up. Keith Lee. I don't think. I don't know. I don't think about that. Who would? I know, like opponents, I want to see him against because it's like someone did a prayer circle about him and Powerhouse Hobbs. I don't know. I don't know who I would like to see him as a tag team oh, partner, okay. but. I have to think about that one, but, uh, <laughs> and I think, um, whatchamacallit, was it Isaiah Cassidy kind of shitted his pants when he heard that music too. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is what, this, this is what I also want to bring up. Isaiah Cassidy. 
you're not that big of a person. Okay. You're lightweight who went against the super heavyweight. And so, yes, in the match, you got your ass tossed about 10 feet. Okay. People are going to put videos up on Twitter about that. No one's going to give a shit about your request to take the video off. So please, for the sake of everyone, stop tweeting out and tagging the president, vice president, and dog the bounty hunter, and uh, who else is even, the FBI, and Michael Chiklis, and Liam Neeson, and Mariska Hargitay. It's it just, stop. No one's going to give a shit about your request. Idiot. But it seems like Matt Hardy's going to be splitting from private party based on the fact that he walked out of the match and it's like Cassidy and Hardy have been going back and forth on Twitter. And at one point, uh, Cassidy said like erratic behavior work runs in your family. So Jolie, I know you said you didn't want Jeff anywhere near AEW, but I hate to say it, this might end up going towards that. Again, I will honestly lose respect for him. I'll be perfectly honest. How, like, if you're going to act a fool and the drug test, yes, it came back negative. However, again, there's been reports from different WWE superstars that they've seen Jeff Hardy drink and that doesn't come through on um, tests. And, it, you know, whatever the reasons was, he was let go. WWE is not obligated to keep him uh, employed. Whatever. It's done. It's over with. But again, you know, I just would lose respect if he would do that, to be perfectly honest. And the the fact that they're, again, making a joke of it. And you don't joke about substance abuse at all. No. I didn't like the storyline with him and Seamus, even though I defended it. Because sometimes people need to see what it's like for people to go through all of that, the struggles and the like, and you sometimes is some, and again, my thing was if one person saw Jeff's story and saw like all the stuff that he was going through, then yeah, if it saved one life, that's what matters. But Jeff, it like, you know, the erratic behavior, making light of it, 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 and when the two guys that were in the ring with him had no idea what the fuck was going on, you know, again, I just, if he goes, whatever, I don't care. It still won't make me tune into AEW. Oh, yeah. Like, Keith Lee signed. I didn't turn it on. I didn't fucking care. I'm sorry. They they could sign The Rock for all I care, and I still would not turn it on. I know. Because when you spend half of your time shitting on everybody, uh, shitting on a uh, WWE and W and I think what pisses AEW off the most is that WWE doesn't really give them time a day. Like it's not even on Vince's mind. No, because he's dealt with Bischoff. He's dealt with Russo. He's dealt with Turner and they're a billion dollar company. And the closest that, uh, Tony's going to get to a billion dollars is daddy. So, you know, he just, I will respect AEW more if they shut their mouths when it comes to WWE. If they don't talk about it, don't speculate it, don't do their little behind the scenes skits, don't bring it up in interviews. Like say, I don't want to talk about it. 
I mean, I think the one person that really didn't bash WWE, in all honesty, was Mox. No. Because I, I, I honestly do believe this, that he will go back one day. So... I think, you know, he will go back and we might get, like, just a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion one day, and then they'll go in the Hall of Fame. All right. Well, let me wrap this up by saying this. And Kayla kind of alluded to a tweet that uh, I said the other day. Tony Khan, now that you have Keith Lee on your roster, use him properly. He's a big man. He's agile. And the boy can do wonders. And by the way, he looks great. <laughs> he looks he looks great. And he's in such a good condition and everything. Use him properly. And it's like, yeah, you don't have to put him in a the world title picture like right away and everything. But it's just like, it's like the audience has been waiting for him for so long and everything. You've got this gold mine in, in your hands right now. If I see him on... AEW dark and elevation permanently, or if he's gone within a short amount of short short amount of time and everything, I will light your Twitter up like a Christmas tree. Trust and believe that. I don't wish ill will on anybody, but I kind of want to see that. You just want to stir shit up, don't you? <laughs> and the sad thing is, she'll be right behind you backing it up. So. <laughs> Honestly, and I, and I will be honest about it. I, I did not think that AEW was the perfect fit for him. I would have rather seen Keith Lee sign with Impact because I would rather see matches with him versus Josh Alexander and Moose before anybody in AEW. I figured he, I felt that he would fit better in Impact. Okay. And th- that's just from the people that they have over there and knowing that, you know, you've got veterans like Mickey James that does help behind the scenes sometimes. And some of the Scott Demore, that dude's a fucking genius. The guys, that I wish, have, I wish Impact would get a better TV deal for real. Like yeah, I, I miss when it was what was it? I know it was like Speed, then TNN, and then like you know, but still, I was able to watch it on TV. Now it's like, do I have the channel or do I watch it on YouTube or? I'll just watch clips because that's that's the point where I get to like on, like Impact's like. Oh, I'll watch clips. I'll watch their stuff on YouTube or Twitter yeah, because God. it just sucks because I like being able to watch. I mean, I love the six. I like, I mean, the six sided ring, the X division back in the day, you know, but then like you got those guys now in AEW and WWE, but just like, you know, how do you not have it? Like you're supposed to be competitive. And I felt like, you know, in all honesty, I felt that WWE, even for like the minuscule amount of time that Mickey James was on TV, they said impact at least 10 times. Yeah. Like they didn't make it a joke. They did not make it a joke. No. And it's like, she's like saying that she hopes that the relationship continues. And honestly, I, I, I would like to see the relationship continue also, because especially with the women's division alone. I mean, I think the only person that would have an issue with that is Deanna Parazu and maybe the iconic renamed whatever the inspiration 
Those are the only three women I could see having an issue. Oh, and Gail Kim. But that's about it. Well, we'll just have to see what happens with all that. All right, enough bitching. Let's get some predictions going. <sighs> all right. So I actually thought uh, whenever I was like setting up everything for the show, for the show today and everything, I thought it was just going to be one set of uh, matches we had to predict, but I forgot there was two. <laughs> so let me start with the one that uh, is coming up first. So Tuesday, Vengeance Day, day after Valentine's Day, which is also our wonderful boss lady's birthday. The the young buck out of all three of us. <laughs> all right. So it's a two-hour show, and there's five whole, ooh, he's a hell of a matches on here. All right. So first things first, uh, we have the NXT North American Championship, Carmelo Hayes ver- uh, versus Cameron Grimes. And I'll start with Jolie. I got to go with Hayes. I mean, the dude is absolutely money. You know how Carmella used to say, Mella is money? It's Mellow is money now. That's that's the slogan. Mellow is money. That dude is smooth. That dude is fly. I, don't get me wrong. Cameron Grimes has grown on me. I mean, at first it was like a wart. Now it's, you know, fine. <laughs> but, you know, it's just Grimes just doesn't have the style for, for Carmelo. So definitely Carmelo. All right. Kayla. Like Jolie said, Cameron Grimes grow, grew on me. Um, but as far as Carmelo Hayes, he's, he, he showed up in NXT. He showed that he can be breakout. He can show what he can do. Um, he deserves that. He can, he showed and proved that he deserves to be on top with the other guys already in NXT that has made a name for themselves there. Um, so sorry, Cameron, you're not going to the moon tonight. You're going to go, you're going to just go straight back down to earth because um, Carmella Hayes is definitely going to retain because that guy has been on fire and there is nothing. He has not stopped yet. So, and ever since that match he had with Roderick Strong, you know, getting this title to unify. I mean, he just, he dominated it and definitely deserves it. So yeah, Carmelo Hayes is retaining. I'll be surprised if he don't. I'm a little torn about this because it's like, I agree with both y'all. Like couldn't stand Cameron Grimes at first, saved the life out of me and everything, but he has grown on me a little bit. Um, And I've been wanting to see him actually have like a legit title reign and everything, but Carmelo has been, hitting out of the park it's like when Carmelo says he doesn't miss he does not miss all right I'm gonna go off the wall here I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Grimes is gonna win the title and everything but Melo's gonna get it back at stand and deliver I'll leave I'll put it like that all right so next NXT Women's Tag Team Championships Toxic Attraction uh, versus Indy Hartwell and Persia uh, Parada. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. Kayla. I'm not really uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> really not familiar with um, Persia or whatever. Um, but I did like Indy when she was with Candace. Um, I really had to pick a match for this one. Um, honestly, see Toxic Attraction winning, retaining it. Um, yeah, no, 
I don't see them switching titles yet because I still think there's a few other women in that division that deserves to have those titles. I haven't had them yet. Yeah, as much as toxic trash is getting on my nerves. And by the way, Mandy, that was bullshit the other day with the women's title match. Oh, I cannot believe she retained. But either way, um, yeah, it's like as much as toxic JC and Gigi are getting on my nerves and everything, it's like I don't see them taking the title off them yet. If anybody, I mean, if anybody that I want Tars Attraction to retain because I really want Casey and Kaden to take the title off them. I've been wanting that for the, like, the longest fucking time. It's just mm-hmm. like, same, oh. same. I'm, I've been waiting for that moment. And it's just, oh, and speaking of them too, the other day on the way to work, as I like their, is it Life's a Party or whatever, their theme song has uh-huh. a beat and stuff. Like, this is really catchy. It's been stuck in my head for the past two days because <laughs> now I went to work and I was sitting there singing or whatever, or not singing it, just humming it back and forth in my head. And on the way home, because, you know, since we moved, I have a 45 minute, you know, 50 minute drive, depending how the roads are that night, you know, right, if I right, can right. see you due to fog or whatever. Um, but I got in the car the other night after I have it stuck in my head and I go, Siri, shuffle my songs. I didn't say shuffle wrestling themes. I didn't say shuffle any particular. I said shuffle my songs, which she'll pull everything up out of my library. Guess what the first song that popped up? I said, Life's a party. <laughs> really? <laughs> so it got stuck in my head again yesterday. So I was just sitting there bebopping my head. It, I don't think it's in my head. I'm not thinking about it. Hopefully I don't come up. I'm not going to try to listen to it on the way up to my friend's house, but yeah, it was literally stuck in my head for like two days. It's catchy though. I will give it credit. I like it. It's a motivation song, but having it stuck in your head, going, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so, but uh, no, um, toxic attraction, toxic attraction is going to retain, and I really want Kaden and Casey to take it. So, uh, NXT writers, creative, take notes, please. For real. Speaking of theme music and everything, I love I love Keith's new music. By the way. Just wanted to say that. Okay, I kind of like it too. Yeah, right. All right, Jolly. Tag match. As much as it hates for me to say this, toxic attraction. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> All right, Pete Dunn, Tony D'Angelo. Not just a steel cage match, a weaponized steel cage match. So basically, we're going back to the old days. Uh, if anybody remembers, like the Ambrose Asylum match and everything. So. Kind of, kind of something, something, something like that, and everything. Uh, it's like I know they want to like bring up the new, the new uh, bucks and everything like that. So, but it's like, oh, I got Pete done in the landslide on this one. What do you think, Jolie? Jersey guy, got to give him the weapons. I got to go with D'Angelo. What? For real? Yeah. Look. Okay. Pete, Pete's all good about using the weapons that he has, which is himself. Jersey guy is going to use the weapons that he's given. Look at the Kirks. You give them a fucking table. You give them a fucking bat. You give them a fucking chair. And they'll skewers. Beat the, skewers. They'll beat the fucking shit out of everybody every fucking time. There's just something about Jersey people with implements of violence and them being better with them. I'm laughing my ass off because all oh, because of all the stories and everything I told y'all about last night. But I, I can get into I can get into that later. But okay, so <laughs> I gotta go with Tony D'Angelo as much as it fucking pains me to pick the Jersey Shore wannabe. <laughs> 
right? Or mobster wannabe? He, he wouldn't be able to, to wipe the shit off the underling's shoes as a mobster. He, that's why I said Jersey Shore. He thinks he's Pauly D. Yeah, okay. Perfect, perfect example. All right, Kayla? Um, after, the Lotus is going to be tough. Um, I've always loved watching Pete Dunne in the ring, except for never been a fan of him, really, but always cringe when he starts doing a little finger breaking, bending, uh, all that stuff. Um, I'm actually going to agree with Jolie on this one. Um, after a few finger bending and breaking and everything else, um, I think Tony D'Angelo is going to come out on top. I just, I just have that feeling just, you know, just. Like, you know, Jolie says, you give some uh, Jersey guy um, weapons, he's going to use it. Pete Dunn, he has his own mindset where he can, you know, pretty much kick your ass without actually picking something up. So, um, but yeah, unfortunately, I think Tony's going to win. You're just saying, you're just saying that so it'd be two on one against me. I know you're saying that. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. That's what you get for picking Cameron Grimes, you dumb dumb. <laughs> I said it was off the wall. Choice. And, and well, ours hey, is off the wall too. <laughs> hey, it's like, but also Carmelo fighting his way back and everything, crap, scratching and clawing to get his way, get his title back and everything. That can also be entertainment as well. You don't know that. Yeah, but see, Carmelo still has trick in his side, so. We didn't even factor in trick. True, we didn't factor in trick and everything, but still. It was off the wall selection, okay? You've made plenty on this show. Shut up. Yeah, I'm supposed to. You're not. You're the rational one. You two are the rational ones. I'm the irrational loudmouth from Philly. All right, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. All right, NXT Championship, Braun Breaker versus Santos Escobar. And what the fuck was Dolph Ziggler? I mean, I know him and Braun have been going back and forth on uh, Twitter and everything, but it's like, why the hell did he come out to come out now in the middle of their contract summit? I think who better to put over Braun Breaker, to be perfectly honest? There is nobody unlike that does like to show off. when like He is just... The, one of the perfect guys to put over some of these new talents. And I love that these guys are going down there oh, and yeah. working with the talent. I think it's fantastic. Um, but I got Breaker on this one. Okay. Just because fuck you, Santos. <laughs> right? Oh, man. But it's like, can you, like, just with Dolphy being on there the other day, it's like Dolph versus Champa, Dolph versus Braun, and just like Damn. <laughs> They're like Dolph versus Roderick Strong is be a good match. I would love to see him and Bobby Roode take on MSK. Yep. That'd be a good one. So, you know. Yeah. All right. As far and, as my- and, and when I say fuck you, Santos, I don't mean it like, you know, I just I get tired and annoyed of his ass and his antics and the whole his whole little stable just always getting away with all the bullshit that they get away with. And I honestly do see Ciampa coming out uh, to help. Um, and 
Oh, what's that guy's name that's kind of stalking the girl? Oh, Zion Quinn? Yeah, I see him possibly coming out too to like even the odds for Breaker. <laughs> just because just you know Phoenix and the other guy, just, they're just going to fuck with shit. So. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, but no, on this match and everything, Braun 100% because I would love, I mean, if I'm fortunate enough to be able to get to see uh, stand and deliver in Dallas and everything, I'd love to see Braun defending the title there too. But hopefully- oh, he, he, he's not losing it anytime soon. But I, I'm just trying to think who he would face at stand and deliver. I don't know yet. Maybe, maybe Walter by then? I don't know. Oh, God, that match would just... Yeah, it's got to be Walter. I'm sorry, Gunter. Gunter. Gunter, Gunter. Thank you. Yeah, I totally forgot. But it's like, yeah, I I don't know anybody else besides Gunter that it would go. Because I don't know. I don't think they would do Ciampa again that weekend, especially if they're going to be in Dallas. And honestly, Ciampa's been doing a lot of dark matches um, for SmackDown. Same with EO and Raquel. So That's true. We'll see what happens. And it was nice to see EO return. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like her her and uh, Kaylee Ray teaming up. Genius of the Sky and the Psychopath of Scotland. (laughs) Uh, Prayers to all the women involved in that tournament. (laughs) Yeah, dude, they fucked. They fucked. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Let's see what happens with all that. All right, so back to the championship match. Braun versus Santos. Kayla? We're good. I I don't like the name Braun Breaker, but um, I really do as much as I haven't really been watching NXT. Um, but I do – I mean, actually sit down and watch it, but I catch yeah. everything up online, so – and you see the clips on YouTube's and the matches, and Braun Baker, but oh, Lord, BB. That's what I'm gonna call him. We'll call him BB. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, our current champion NXT, he he's dominant in the ring. I I love watching his matches. Um, I love how he's got that aggressive, um, or whatever. So with him being on fire in the ring um i don't i don't see santos coming on top so bb is going to retain <laughs> all right just call him rex if you gotta rex <laughs> that's his name rex steiner oh, it's like, oh yeah. yeah oh okay 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 yeah exactly that's right he's a whatchamacallit son that's why i keep forgetting that rick's son not not the psycho idiot oh okay whatever Oh, Steiner math came from the other one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, this match, this final match is going to hold a lot of, it's going to hold a special place in um, Kayla's heart. We have the finals for the men's Dusty Cup tournament. We have MSK, the defending champs, going against the Creed brothers. I'm gonna let uh you know what, Kayla, floor is yours. Um, I will have to admit I have actually started liking the Creed Brothers, you know, kinda you know, just honestly, whoever comes out on top of this match, 
I'm going to say they deserve it. Um, so, I mean, it's, this is kind of a love hate prediction for me. Cause it's like, obviously, uh, you know, if you were to ask me who my top three favorite tag teams were right now, MSK would be, you know, in one of the number three spots. Um, and like I said, the creed creeds have, you know, I like them, you know, seeing them wrestle and in this tournament and stuff. Um, at the best tag team match win, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I could be wrong. I want it. I want to be right. Ah, I actually get to watch it. If I, Ooh, I get to watch it live. I ain't got to go to work. Hmm. Oh yeah. Anyway. It's really that. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I might just watch it for this match. Anyway. <laughs> Um, well, probably will, honestly, but no, um, if I'm wrong, that's okay. If I'm right, even better, but I'm calling it, right, but right now I'm calling it MSK. It's going to become a two-time Dusty Rhodes classic winner, and they're going back to reclaim those titles from Imperium. Imperium. There we go. (laughs) They could, like, that's the tag team time. I wanted to say toxic traction there for that's the women. That's the women. I'm well aware of that. <laughs> but if no. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think they said that if the MSK would win, they'd be the first two-time winners of the Dusty Cup. I, I think so. Yeah. For, okay. They sh- should be because I don't think anybody's. Yeah, I. I don't I think, think anybody's going back to back for that. Okay. All right, or at least a two-time and everything. Uh, I'm gonna keep it short. I agree with you. I want MSK to win, so I'll keep it. That's. That's my two spills about it. Jolie? I don't got a dog in the fight, but I go MSK. All right. See? All said and done. All right. So, Saturday, Elimination Chamber. And before we get into these predictions, there's three, not one, not two, but three women's matches on this card. Okay. I I need to bring something up. Oh, shit. I, I don't know whose fault it is, but we've all seen the video floating around. I think it's from the recorded episode from Friday, this Friday coming up. Yeah, I think uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking uh, about. The non-sell by Charlotte, but I can't tell if that was Rhonda's fault or Charlotte's fault. So. <laughs> it was Vince, horrible. It was Vince, horrible. Vince. For the love of fuck, put Sasha in that main event. For the love of fuck, do not leave those two in the ring together alone. Just like you did with Becky and Carmella, because you couldn't trust Carmella at the time, or Becky, to have that title for SmackDown, you need to put Sasha in that title match. And you have to have Sasha win it. Okay? Okay, because that was horrible. Mm -hmm. And... Don't get me wrong. I'm excited that Rhonda is back. I'm not rooting for her. I'm not rooting for Charlotte. I am rooting for whoever they put in that match because that match is ass with just the two of them. Even if they don't put Sasha in and everything, hell, fucking put Naomi. Oh, please. I love that. I would love that. Naomi has been on fire. And, you know, if you don't want to, could you sign um, Ariana and have her and... 
Naomi team up to take the tag titles off of Zelina and Carmella. Thank you. That's all. <laughs> but that 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 cell was so fucking. But again, you couldn't tell whose fault it was because again, Charlotte's tall, Ronda's short, and the arms were just so fucking awkward. Exactly, and, but it's like someone was like, someone's gonna need like they're gonna need like Steven Spielberg or something on someone with that high caliber to edit that shit. <laughs> Uh, all right, Kayla, what are you gonna say? Um, two things confirmed. Yes, I was looking at the Dusty Rose Classic. MSK will be the first ever two time if they win. Okay. And speaking when she said leak, yes, I saw that video. And there's something else that's been leaked about SmackDown too. Oh yeah. Look, you know what? I will say this right now. I fucking respect WWE for doing that. Saying, you know what? Fuck you, Meltzer. Fuck you, Alvarez. Fuck you, every dirt sheet. Yes, Sami Zayn is now the new Intercontinental Champion. Y'all can just sit down, shut up, and enjoy it because Sami Zayn deserves it. Nakamura wasn't doing anything with it. And now if Nakamura is free, him and Boogs can break up and Nakamura can go be a badass and face against Roman Reigns for the title. Thank you. Have a nice day. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, one more thing about Friday night. Uh, Yeah, Uh, ringside news. Seriously? Calling JJ, Darius JJ Robertson a young fan. <laughs> Cause it's like, y'all, y'all remember, y'all remember JJ? He got the Warrior Award in New Orleans yeah. a few years ago. Okay. It's like, of course, front, SmackDown was in New Orleans. He's there front row, of course. And so it's like ringside news, they said Roman Reign breaks character for a young fan. Number one, JJ's like 18 or 19 years old now, so he ain't that young anymore. And number two, and like the man, the boy said, on uh, he's a, a Hall of Famer, a Warrior Award winner. No, put put some respect on his name. It's like, damn, boy. I mean, I had to, I had to double, because when I first, you know how you're going through your feed and you see it? And I was yeah. like, oh, it was just a fan. And then I looked at the profile and I was like, Oh, it's JJ. Yeah, Warrior uh, Warrior Award. So I know exactly what it was, and I thought that was sweet. And, you know, and Jimmy's just, Jimmy's like, I don't know about this kid, because he was sick of talking crap back. So, yeah. yeah. Also, can, can we talk about the dark matches and whatever fan they pay to heckle Paul Heyman? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, sorry. Hold on. I mean, seriously. That whoever gets to be like say, hey, can you heckle Paul Heyman? I want that job. I want that job. Because I'd be like, come on, you fat fucking walrus. Come on, you piece of shit. Show me what you're really made of. You you built ECW in in the fucking streets of Philly, and now you work for a fucking what the fuck? What happened to you? (laughs) Oh my god. it's like when you see Paul Heyman getting all riled up like that, it makes me go back to the match that we never got that I still really want Adam Pierce versus Paul Heyman. I, <laughs> I still want Paul Heyman on a pole match between Brock and Roman. I know. Right? That was a cage match. Let's put him up a shark. Oh, oh, yeah, the strike. The strike. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta calm down. I'm fucking up my hand. I'm fucking up my hands even more here. <laughs> Girl. All right. All right, let's see. Elimination Chamber. Okay, what, what I was going to say before we went to the whole tangent and everything is like the amount of progress that has been made over the last few years dealing with everything in Middle East and Saudi and everything, it's like you couldn't even get one match 
on the card and everything. Now we have three. And plus the billboard, the first billboard to go up over there has Becky and Lita on it. Okay, so you have six women in the elimination chamber. Yep. Two women in the the championship match and four women. In the tag team match. Tag team match. That's 12 women. Yep. When the first time that they were over in Saudi, they did an off one with Alexa and Sasha. That wasn't even on, that wasn't even on TV. That's why I said it wasn't even televised. Yeah. And it, it was like, a, it was like a different part of the Middle East, but yeah, like, but yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. And it's absolutely wonderful and beautiful. And okay, we get it. There's blood money. We're sick of it. You can talk about the hypocrisy all you want, but then we shouldn't do anything in China. We shouldn't do anything in India because India has atrocities too against you with the humanitarian against Muslims. So I, I don't want to hear all this bullshit about the blood money because you know what? It, it's over and done with. Every country has blood money except for maybe Canada, but that's about it. All right. So let's get into some predictions. Okay. So this match was just recently made after Friday. Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. Tag match. Kayla, who you got? Really? I have to pick. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's, that's the concept of predictions. Uh, yeah, so I'm a little aggravated with Sonia of how she's been treating Naomi. Um, but I do absolutely still love her in the ring. I absolutely love Charlotte. I love Naomi. Then I love Rhonda. <laughs> um, either way, the outcome, I would be happy either way. But way she's having trouble with Sonya, I'm going to go Naomi and Rhonda just because you know I would like to see Naomi once again get the upper hand on Sonya for how she's been treating her. But Sonya will take the win. It will not be Charlotte. I mean, take the pin. It will not be Charlotte, I don't think. I don't see Charlotte getting pinned. I agree. I agree a thousand percent and everything. Um, because I'm I want I want for this match, I definitely want to feel good moment and everything. So Naomi may end up having to carry the match a little bit, um, but um, but yeah, Ronda, yeah, Ronda and uh, Ronda and Naomi for sure. Rear view to Sonya, and then Ronda makes her tap out to her armbar. Okay, perfect ending. Perfect, chef's kiss. <laughs> Jolie. Well, you you both predicted like you know that Charlotte's not going to take the pin, and if Naomi and Ronda were going to lose. Rhonda's not taking the pin. So the two lose the two people that were going to take the pins are Naomi and Sonia. So Naomi deserves this W after all the bullshit. So I got Naomi winning since technically she lost the last time she was in Saudi and she deserves the win. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with Naomi and um, Rhonda on this one. All right. Okay. So the first plus 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 because there, there's another reason why I think Rhonda is winning. Rhonda actually has a good relationship with uh, people in like Dubai, so that I don't think they would want her to lose. Oh, <laughs> good call, good call, good call. All right, so the first elimination chamber match is for a, a Raw Women's for a championship opportunity at WrestleMania. This is going to be a two part prediction because we got a little bit of mystery on this. You have Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Nikki A.S.H., and a six-person to be determined. So, Jolie, number one, who's number six? And two, who's your winner? 
Okay, so um, I kind of like Becky's tweet about Wendy Chu being the, the sixth person, but um, in all honesty, it it honest, and I'll say this right now, it depends on who, what what match goes first. If this is before the women's championship match, then I'm going to say uh, I, I will hold my thing. But if the women's match goes first, and I'm giving my prediction for the women's championship match, as much as it hurts to say this, Becky retains over Lita. Lita enters the elimination chamber. Okay. So what if the elimination chambers matches first? Bailey or Sasha. Okay. All right. That's okay. But who's who's winning? Bianca Belair. Okay. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's Bianca Belair. Yeah, Bianca has to win. Bianca has to win for sure. Unless Sasha ends up unless Sasha okay, ends up Okay, okay. If Sasha Oh uh, let me finish. <laughs> if Sasha ends up entering the match and there's a screwing finish between her and Bianca, and then they both get the match at WrestleMania. That's what I was gonna say. Uh, but I was gonna say either way, you know, if Sasha somehow gets in there, I would love to see Becky versus Sasha again because those two tear down the house better than anybody else besides her and Charlotte, Becky and Charlotte. So it, yeah. it, that, that'd be a tough call. But yeah, I wouldn't mind a screwy finish. Hell, I wouldn't mind a screwy finish with Liv and Bianca. So those two get the triple threat, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, Kayla, same question. Who gets the sixth spot and who's your winner? Uh, the sixth spot, um, I could actually see maybe three people going in there because obviously, okay. well, we know where Bailey's at. So she would be one, you know, wait for her return slowly. And then two other people that's kind of been MIA, but they've been pushing it um, a little bit. Asuka and Alexa. I could maybe see just a surprise in there. Um, and who's winning it? As much as I would love Liv Morgan to get the chance again, I don't think she will. Um, so I think Bianca Belair is going to come out. All right. Okay, so I already said who I think who I want to win and everything, but um, as um, I mean, it's like yeah, I would love to see Sasha like the screwy finish and uh, her and Bianca get the WrestleMania match. Uh, but if it, anybody else besides Sasha, uh, I I miss Oscar. I really miss Oscar, mm-hmm. and so she would be she would be perfect for this match. And then if Oscar ends up getting the six spot, then Bianca Belair for sure. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, the next match, which is going to be everyone's restroom break match, um, Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss, Falls Count Anywhere. For the love of God, why are we having this again? I know the last time was a regular match. Now it's Falls Count Anywhere. I am so sick of this feud. Drew deserves a better matchup, but uh, if Drew doesn't win this, if Drew doesn't win, I'm, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. This is beyond bullshit. <laughs> Kayla. I'm going to make it short, sweet, to the point. Three, two, one, Claymore. That's it. But no, you're right. Um, why? I mean, are, is do you not have anything for Drew that you just want to make him beat the crap out of these two? I don't know. But no, it's plain and simple. Three, two, one, Claymore. Drew McIntyre wins. Like you said, if he don't, then well, shit. 
I guess Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss is celebrating in the casino that night, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, man. Jolly? I can get... Uh, I thought that dude got future endeavored. I don't know why he's still here. Um, but I got Drew McIntyre because Drew deserves better. Plain and simple. Alrighty. Okay, so... I guess this next match is more going to be on uh, be on the lines of how long it's going to last. Uh, Roman Reigns de- defending the Universal Title against Goldberg, or as Jolie likes to call him, Oldberg. <laughs> Jolie. So an interesting fact: I think somebody posted this. If Roman beats Goldberg, he will have officially beaten everybody that has held that title. The universal title. I don't know how true that is, but um, this match we were due back at WrestleMania 36. I have Roman retaining because I can't deal with with Goldberg as champion again. The only thing that should be next Goldberg is retirement and stay home. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Okay. Just for shits and giggles, how long do you think the match is going to last? 10 minutes max. All right. Kayla? Mute. How long is it going to last? Um, I give it about maybe 12 minutes. Um, no longer than that. Um, however, short and sweet and to the point, just go ahead and acknowledge him because Roman's retaining. Oh, let's see. Yeah, Roman's retaining for sure. Uh, this match is beyond bullshit and everything. And then, um, yeah, Goldberg can't go too long anymore and everything. So I rarely do this, but I got to agree with Jolie. <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, next. Moving on. Let's see. SmackDown Tag Team Championships, Usos versus Viking Raiders. Kayla. I love the raid. I love the Viking Raiders. Um, they've always, I always find myself beating my chest to their theme song every time they come out. It's, you know, catchy, trying to get pumped. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing them having the tag team titles again. But unfortunately, the boys, our boys are um, going to retain. Uh, so Usos. All right. Jolly? Usos retain. Sorry, Vikings. <laughs> um, they have to lose them sometime, but yeah, yeah, that probably won't be that probably won't be till WrestleMania though. So, so I, I I was thinking that I when I said I didn't have a dog in the fight for the NXT Dusty Cup Classic, yeah, my thought process is because I don't want MSK to win. Because I want MSK to face the Usos at WrestleMania for the titles. Ooh. You're welcome. Have a good day. <laughs> oh, talk about a match that I could not pick. That would be hard as hell, man. <laughs> Jolie, you got us dumbfounded here, and we still got like three more, two more matches to predict. <laughs> Whose fault's that? Yours? <laughs> oh shit on me. Okay. Ew, uh, no. <laughs> it's just it's just an 
is precious. Shut the hell up. This all is right. not two girls, one cup. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. All right I'm, out. I'm out. I'm out. Usos are retaining. Next match. <laughs> all right. Raw Women's Championship. Lena versus Becky Lynch. <sighs> Kayla, which, who you got? Big time Bex, the man. Um, as much as I love Lita, like, in, you know, join her back into the ring, not just the Royal Rumble. We actually get to see her in another match. Um, I absolutely love both of them, but Big Time Bex, the man, Becky's coming out on top. Um, she's retaining, and she'll be out there running her mouth for her next opponent. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a great match and everything. This is a dream match. I'm not going to talk about that much because I know Jolie's going to go into that because this is a match she's been wanting forever. But, um, yeah, it's like I don't see them taking the title off Becky and everything as much as much as, the, as much as Lita wants one more run and everything. It's like now's not the time. So, unfortunately, yeah, Becky's going to retain. All right, Jolie, fangirl away. Okay, so, again, like you said, this has been a dream match, actually – Getting to see Lita back in ring at the Royal Rumble was probably the highlight of my, like, next to their Super Bowl, going to the Super Bowl, like, that year, 2018. I never thought I'd see her in the ring again. And now she's a chance for a championship that, you know, she deserved to end as a champion like Trish did. And I hate that she couldn't because of all the backstabbing and bullshit that was happening because of the whole she cheated on Matt Hardy bullshit. I mean, thinking about it, I don't blame her for it. I think anybody that did is a fucking asshole. Shit happens. I mean, a lot of marriages break up because of these guys and girls on the road doing stupid shit. And some of them being stuck at home. So, okay. Becky has looked up to Lita her entire life, her entire career. Got in trouble for the thongs. Like I said, like I said before, I feel that Becky will retain, and maybe I'll get Lita in two matches in one night. But if they were to make up for some of the shit that she went through during her last run, I feel that you know giving her the title just one last time would be a beautiful send-off for her because she honestly deserves it. And I mean, there's no bigger fan favorite right now than Lita. Her pop alone was louder than Rhonda's at the Rumble. That's for sure. So it's just Lita has that nostalgia factor and she also has that she still got it look. So uh, like I said, I have been 100% torn over all of this. Um, I mean, yes, I do want to pick Lita like, with all of my heart, but I, I know that they're not going to take it off of Becky like this. So, unfortunately. Now, if they... Mm, nah, there's, there's no way they could do it. Damn. All right. Yeah, so I got to go with Becky. Let me see. Oh, let me let me let me try to throw a monkey wrench into this. See if you think it, think it plays out. Um, screwy finish. Becky gets DQ'd. Lita has another opportunity, but you also factor in the elimination chamber winner. 
possible triple threat? I'd be okay with that. Honestly, so, I, would be, I would be okay with that. And then have Lita win that at WrestleMania. Give her her WrestleMania moment. Yes, I know taking away from Bianca. However, have Bianca win the following night on Monday Night Raw, beating Lita. Yeah. See, WWE, hire us. Shit. And it's like it's like the, the raw after WrestleMania is always the most unpredictable one anyway. So so it's like that would that would actually be perfect. It remind it would almost remind me a tad bit of like Paige. Exactly. A little bit. All right. Last match. Bobby Lashley defended the WWE championship inside the elimination chamber against Brock, Rollins, Austin Theory, <laughs> Riddle, and AJ Styles. All right. Jolie, who's your winner? Um, I I would really like Rollins to win. And here's here's my thinking because I want AJ Styles versus Edge at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Brock doesn't need the championship. Nope, because he already has the title match of his own. Exactly. Um, and I would love to see a triple threat between Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Seth Rollins for the championship at WrestleMania. So do we do we need to send the doctor to your house to check no, on you? I'm good. Her throat was burning a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I get, I gotta drink some holy water to drink this shit down. <laughs> ah, devil's fucking ugh. uh no, but when you look realistically, I mean, yes, Bobby Lashley can honestly win this. There's there's no problem. And again, it could lead to Steph Rollins and Kevin Owens somehow going for the title anyway. But just the amount of fucking flamboyancy that will come with Seth having the title. And Seth said he wants to have the title and keep the title at WrestleMania. So when it comes to the popularity of superstars, the big ball bitch is not popular. I'm sorry. And Seth brings brings views and riddle not nah, not gonna happen and like i said aj versus edge that's a dream match that needs to happen austin can just get thrown out of the cage like literally just somebody throw him out brock right i i, I think if they do not team up to take out brock that'd be the stupidest decision that that will have ever done so i i'm going with either Baby back bitch Bobby Lashley or uh, Seth Rollins. <laughs> okay. Uh let's see. Riddle, no, because I because he needs to break up with Randy and those two go against each other at WrestleMania. Austin Theory shouldn't even be, be in this match to begin with. AJ, I read, yeah, it's like I agree with you, Jolie. I'd rather see him versus uh Rather see him, uh, him versus Edge. Uh, Brock doesn't need this match because he's already got a title match of his own and everything. I would rather, yeah, it's like I would rather see Seth win it now and then KO take it from him at WrestleMania. That'd be my preference on that. All right, Kayla. Big ball bitch doesn't get well over with the fans, like we said. Um, Brock Lesnar already has his own match. He does not need to be two belts, Brock or. Trying to be two belts brought going into WrestleMania. Um, Austin Theory, you just need to go back in the little hole that you came out of. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> He's literally become the new Shane McMahon. Pretty much. 
Oh, um, and, and speaking of Shane's not fired, people that 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 has been completely debunked because he was just making a deal for WWE somewhere else. <laughs> and someone thought he was going to be all elite. <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. all right, go ahead, Kayla. Sorry, Riddle. Yeah, you need to fix your issues of Orton because Orton's probably pissed at you that you're in this match and he's not. AJ Styles. I want to see the match against him and Edge at WrestleMania. So that only leaves one. So our new WWE champion coming out of Elimination Chamber is Seth freaking Rollins. Oh, that's that's where we're going to have to check up on Jolie after she finds that out and everything. Because it's like, I'm just saying it, just the prediction right there. It's like enough for her. When she was doing this, when she was like, I'm like, yeah, her throat's burning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's like whenever we get this on you, whenever we do go to YouTube and everything, we have these moments where it's like, uh, Jolie's like gonna want to like puke after her choices and everything. It's gonna be a sight to see for who, who whoever's watching the show that day. <laughs> ay 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 ay. But uh, but thankfully, this is gonna be on a sa- this is gonna be on a Saturday and everything. Um. But yeah, it's like Jolie. I hope the women's title match is early enough for you to use so you can watch it. Yeah, I know because I know I'm gonna be at work by four thirty, which means I have to leave my house by three forty-five at the latest, so I can stop and get snacks before work or dinner. Yeah, because Saturdays have been fucking nuts. Um, I mean, it's good. I like the money. Money's good, but still, it's just been fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, no, it's like I hate. I have a love-hate relationship with Saturday pay-per-views. I really do. I really like, fucking do. It's like on one hand it's good and everything, but it's like it's like it's like you and sometimes Kayla and everything. Y'all end up having to work Saturday nights and y'all have to work Saturdays and everything. So it's like I know like sometimes we like to do uh, recordings right after shows, but that one's not really helping us. Neither is WrestleMania. And it's like I'm still I, I'm still trying to work stuff out, so I don't know if I'm going yet. <laughs> Oh well, shoot, that is gonna be a hurt because you think about it Saturday and Sunday. Oh, but and you, you guys are gonna have to deal with me not being able to record. I'm not yeah, gonna be home. I'm gonna be out of town. Yeah, you're gonna be yeah, so it's like we're gonna have to do like a double the week before and then record afterwards and everything. So it's like our recap's gonna be late. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah fucking covid fucking everything up <laughs> oh man ay 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 all right well before we wrap the show up and everything uh i got to tell y'all about my night, night last night i mean i've texted y'all shit here and there and everything but uh wrestle rave bound by love i've been to three wrestle rave shows so far and everything that was the best one i've been to so far um cuz it was like absolutely bonkers from start to finish um i tweeted this out but one of the best thing the best thing about going last night was to finally see our friends the kirks brandy and casey in action meet them in person they are absolutely wonderful and they are absolutely fucking nuts in the ring i sent y'all the video (laughs) it's like they first it's like they first started off their weapon of choice with skewers like it's like digging them into digging them into each other's heads, and then it's like a uh, couple of doors, uh, some chairs, 
And it's just like, oh my God. And then it's like, both of them told me afterwards, it's like, they felt it, it, it it's like, it's like they, they took a beating and I, and I think, and I, I told Casey, I was like, wait, uh, hot bath is a aspirin. <laughs> oh man. But I know Nick, uh, I know Nick, the, one of the guys who runs Russell Ray is pretty pissed at them and everything because Last I sent y'all the video and everything, but it's like last night they um Aaron Mercer uh won was crowned the first wrestle race first uh, champion and everything. And then uh Miss Casey comes down, starts to distract them, and then uh Brandon attacks them afterwards and takes off with the belt. Possession <laughs> is nine tenths of the law, ladies and gentlemen. Possession is nine tenths of the law. <laughs> that that technically means Brandon is the new champion. Oh man. But it's like the shenanigans inside and everything is like those two are like the hardcore couple. I mean, fuck the Cardonas. They can bitch whatever. They can bitch at them. I don't know how, however many times they want to and everything. But uh, they are the hardcore couple and everything. And it's an honor that they are friends of the show. Car- Matt Cardona can't even s- stand up to the shit that Brandon goes through. They just need to learn how to shut the fuck up before they get their asses handed to them. And in all honesty, I will fucking send weapons for that. That baseball was, bat. Casey, just, just let me know. I'll meet up with you. I'll bring you the baseball bat. Hey, they are doing that. They are, uh, Kirk's are doing that couples invitational this summer and everything. And I think Jolie is going to be up in your neck of the woods somewhere. Well, we'll see. Saturdays are tough to get off. I know that. I know that. I know that and everything. But um oh, but yeah, it was just so it was just so good to finally finally get a chance to meet them in person and everything. So uh, all right, Joel, any final thoughts? Don't fuck with the Kirks. I can second that. <laughs> Caleb. <laughs> <third. laughs> oh man. Uh any other final thoughts, Kayla? Or was that it? Okay. That was it. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. Enjoy the Super Bowl.